What's up, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode here at RN from Radio. Whoa, that didn't roll off very well. It's because I have allergies. But hey, you're tuning in to episode 205. Show notes will live at rnfmradio.com forward slash episode 205. Now, don't spell out the zero. It's just 2-0. And it's not O. It's the number. Never mind. You know how to do it. You've got questions. We have got some answers. Whether you're a nurse just starting out in your career, an experienced nurse seeking another perspective, a nurse in business, student nurses, oh my gosh, just nurse, nurses, we love you. This is the leading resource and inspiration right here on the Pulse of Nursing. And speaking of inspiration and the fact that, again, these allergies are running rampant when I'm recording this, it's nuts, but we had a great show today. I mean, an amazing show today. And we talked a lot about social, social media, that is, and really just kind of how to get started, why to get started, and just to start. I mean, you know, to start getting social. So today's show, we have an amazing guest who, if you looked at the show notes or the title, you know who it is, but I'm not going to spoil it, except for the fact that he we recorded the show on his birthday, and I had so much fun, and we want you to have so much fun, so I'm going to go ahead and zip it my clogged nose and head and get right into the show here so that we can roll right in and get social. So let's let's blow this one up. I'm ready. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Keith, did you even know that? It's his birthday today. Who's birthday? It's it's his birthday. See, that's how he blew up his house. He blew up the house. He's in the front yard recording. That's right. It's my birthday and I'm hanging out with you guys. Wow. Exactly. Should we call you Mike or Dr. Mike? You, you, you can call me, hey, you. You can call me, dude. Uh, you okay. Know, whatever, well, cool. whatever you like. Mike, if, Mike is fine. If I, cool say, if I say dude, though, it's got a dude. Like a relaxed dude. Say, dude. Dude. We could right. do that for an hour. Dude. Right. I like that. This is the dude show. This is the dude show because <laughs> well, Elizabeth, Elizabeth is not here. not here. This is the dude show. <laughs> no, Elizabeth today. Oh, No man, dude. So, yeah. So or all dudes. All I'm dudes. Out. No dudettes. No, I, I can't be here unless she's yeah. here. She's here in oh, spirit. dear me. She's here in spirit. And, you know, since we're already talking about Hey You, I think we should probably introduce him, Kevin. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, go yeah, go for it. We're just, yeah, we're just so, waxing. This is great. This is going to be a crazy show. Nothing polished here. We're just going to be sharing. Polished. Yeah, heck well, no. I, but it's not polished, but I'm going to do the I'm going to actually take a moment to introduce our guests and then we can get as unpolished as we want. But Dr. Mike Sevilla, otherwise known as Hey You and Dude, apparently, is a family physician in Salem, Ohio, and he's a physician social media pioneer. And he's been active online for a decade. And he and I have been following each other off and on all this time and only recently connected, you know, actually speaking to one another. So his social media footprint includes Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, and other platforms like Facebook Live, where he is right now as we record this. And in addition to being a national speaker, Dr. Mike Sevilla is also a member of the External Advisory Board for the Mayo Clinic Social Media Network. He holds the academic appointment of Assistant Professor of Family and Community Medicine at Northeast Ohio Medical University. So Dr. Mike Sevilla Hey, you. It's awesome to have you here. Uh, it is so much fun uh, being here on RFM FM radio. And uh, yeah, it's like you said, Keith, I was been, we've been kind of like ships like in, in following each other for, for a while. And, and Digital uh, ships. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, it's great to be, uh, to be on the mic to, uh, to talk to you guys today. Mike, Mike on the mic. Birthday boy. Mike's on the mic. <laughs> nice. Well, Mike, we're not going to ask you to talk about how old you are. You've been on the earth, we apparently for a while, at least ten or twenty years, right? Well, at least a decade, because he's been on social for that long. Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah, so you're yeah. at least ten years old. Yes, right. Yeah, good. <clears throat> My wife still says I'm ten years old, but that's a that's a whole other podcast. Well, yeah. many wives may say that about their husbands. I just don't get hung hung up on the chronological age. I really don't, uh, because I think it is your spirit, your emotional. I mean, of course, I can be serious when I need to be serious, which is apparently very rare these days. Uh, but when it comes time to, you know, push comes to shove, I can definitely get serious. But otherwise, I don't really feel a chronological age here. You know, but I'm Kev, still curious. I'm still a kid. you cryogenically frozen in the future and came back to the present <laughs> to teach us about the future? That's actually how I'm recording this now when people are listening to it in the future. I'm cryogenically frozen right now. Yeah, exactly. Wow. It's hot outside, but I am definitely frozen on the end somehow. I don't know. 
But Mike, you're almost you're almost like a White Walker from Game of Thrones. Oh, if, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, that is. Uh, I'm a wannabe fan. I, I've been, uh, and <clears throat> I don't know. I, I'll probably get some abuse from for like saying I've not watched the show, but oh, <gasps> oh my god, I oh, I, I haven't I haven't watched it either, man. So. Okay. It Kevin not, hasn't watched TV since the Brady Bunch in, you know, like when he was three. Dude, so. it's just time. It's just time. Oh, the Brady Bunch. So I loved that show. I did. But no, it's just a matter of time. You know, just yeah. trying to be able to consume all that media. But speaking yeah. of media, I mean, quite frankly, Mike, I, it, it's hard to miss you on social. It really is. Like, and, and I mean that in a good way. I mean, I can't believe that people don't even, well, I know people know about you and they're going to know even more about you today. But I mean, I definitely picked up your feeds quite early out there and you're out there, man. And I mean that, like I said, all due respect in a good way, but you are out there. Because oh, if, yeah. if he wasn't there, you would miss him actually, right? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what's, what's the pull here? I mean, obviously we know as healthcare providers, we should be on social. We need to use it responsibly, of course, but it's also good. I see you also having fun, which I think there's not there's not enough discussion about how you can really share your personal life and, and what's going on with you. But I love your Instagram feed. I think your most recent one where you were kind of sharing a moment where I think you were kicking back uh, some suds, uh, just your, your most recent Instagram post, I think. But again... Oh, with a Cleveland basketball t-shirt. Oh, is that... I didn't even notice that. Mm. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's, uh, uh, and I've heard you guys talk about it on the, on the podcast before that, uh, you know, we, we got to show all sides of, you know, all of us as healthcare professionals, you know, I mean, there's a certain kind of, I don't know, inaccurate persona that's out there, either it's in media or whatever that they're, you know, physicians and nurses and other healthcare providers are, should be a certain way, you know, but, uh, I think with this show and I think with what I'm trying to do is, is trying to say, Hey, you know, we're, we're all well-rounded people. You know, we have fun. We work hard. We play hard. Um, and uh, I think that that's part of the reason why, why I do what I do. Um, um, I know we'll get into it a little bit more, but, you know, I, I'm a family doc. I'm a primary care doc. And, and uh, you know, I, I think it's important to to you know, stand up and be who you are as a professional. I mean, you guys do that here in the nursing profession, and and I hope to do that with what I'm doing. And and uh, that's one of the reasons I, I do social is, is to kind of show all those sides. Well, and I think too, we're obviously on the mic, and literally, you and I met five minutes ago, maybe ten minutes ago. I don't know how long we've been recording this. Seriously, so I mean, obviously, we're already. I already feel like I'm connected, you know, together. I think we're, there is a connection because of social media, but that's really, that shines through, I think, on social. But to get to know you, like right now in these, like these last 10 minutes, I can tell like you and I, we could hang. We really could hang. And so I think that that kind of authenticity is really shining through on social. And so people kind of get that connection of say, yeah, you know, this guy isn't, you know, sort of that stuffy white coat kind of guy or, and I don't mean, you know, sort of the white coat, just physician, but just sort of stuffy buttoned up kind of, you know, obviously he's professional, but he's also fun and he can kind of get down on our level and, and, and share that fun and share his personal life. And I think you're more approachable that way. I think you can, you can engage with people on a, on a much deeper level uh, with that. And that's what I really appreciate. Well, one of the things that I've been, I've been enjoying about about your podcast here is that you know nursing is not just you know being clinical; it's 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 also being an entrepreneur, and and that's something that I'm just start of kind of starting learning like outside of medicine. Um, and you know w when I do what I do is is I'll, when I started, I was like, oh, I have to find some way to get you know, to have my, to build up my business, meaning like getting more patients. So, so I, I use video and I use blogs and all that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, and when people are trying to find, you know, new physicians, you know, here in little Salem, Ohio, um, you know, they still Google, they, they Google Salem, Ohio, they Google primary care and family medicine and, and from just a pure business standpoint. And I tell, you know, medical students and I tell, you know, uh, residents coming out, I mean, you know, you have your footprint out there and if you want to try to build your business, there are definitely free ways to do that. You don't have to go, you know, back in the dark ages and, and, and do, you know, uh, be in the phone book, like the phone book. And I, Ooh, I, 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 I do book. it. I had to explain to a student what a phone book was. It was kind of sad. Um, but they still deliver those things. I mean, here in Santa Fe, they drop them at our mailbox. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? 
Exactly. Yeah. Well, I keep yeah. doors open with that is what I do. So yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, and my mother-in-law, she has a bird. So I just end up giving her the, the yellow pages so that she can just put that in the bottom of the bird cage or whatever. You know, I mean, kind of the whole cycle thing here. I mean, oh, that's, well. that's money well spent by the advertisers. It is. It is. Well, <laughs> the bird has to read something, you know. That's well, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I digress. Um, no, but but you, you guys already talked about it too as a, as a business owner, you know, using social to grow your business, and, and that's what I started out doing is saying, hey, I, I need to I need to build up my business and 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 get some patience, and and uh, that's how I started doing it, and and now you know all, all this other kind of other stuff that's happened is you know um, you know people have found me to be an expert and ask me to speak and go here and go there and to meet all these great people, and um, it's been it's been a wonderful ride. I can't believe it's been ten years already just doing all this. Well, and what I wanted to to highlight what you just said as far as it's not about, you know, because for for entrepreneurship and self-employment, running your own business as a physician, that's unless you're working in the clinical setting, like at the bedside of a hospital or in one of those larger institutions versus if you want to go into your own internal medicine or family practice or whatever, it's what I really like that you're saying here is it's not as easy as saying, well, I'm going to hang my own shingle and people are just going to show up. Because right. we don't talk, I mean, we do talk about it, but we, we assume from the physician standpoint, like, oh yeah, you just, you graduate, you know, get out of your residency or your fellowship or whatever you have to do and boom, you open the doors and people will come. But that's not really the case because there are a lot of physicians out there vying for that attention, you know, to say, here, I'm here, this is what I specialize in, but people don't know you, but if you're on social, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I have a lot of patients say, you know, Dr. Savello, you know, we, we, we felt like we've met you already. We kind of know what your style is. We kind of know what your beliefs are as far as you know, the, the approach to medicine. Um, so, you know, we don't have to waste this visit getting to know you. We already know you. Just kind of dive in and work on my health and and uh, see how we can do better. So so they've already felt like they've gotten to know me just 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 doing what I do. Well, I have a question for you, Mike. I was talking to one of my coaching clients the other day, and she's thinking of starting a business as a holistic nurse somewhere here in the United States. And she was saying that as an APRN, once she becomes an advanced practice nurse, she could, you know, hang a shingle, open a little clinic and be on insurance panels. And that's how patients would find her. And my response was, well, you know, being on insurance panels, great, but insurance panels, when someone logs on to their insurance, you know, their web, the website where they can look for a provider, that's a lot of competition. And if you don't have some other type of presence, you're just a name on a list and you need to increase the probability that someone's going to be drawn to you. So what do you think about that? And in terms of providers, whether they're doctors or not, using social media and the online world to connect with patients because you're painting a picture that that's that's how you want to connect with people so what do you think of that whole i mean, thing? I, I think social re- really is is the it, it, right now i think it's the differentiator um in a lot of areas but now in the near future it's going to be the norm and especially with like hospitals and things it's it's the norm like if you're a hospital and you're not on social then people are going to perceive that there's something wrong with you um that you're afraid of it or whatever so um but especially where i'm at you know if i'm in a small town or you know people who you know, aren't uh, as connected. Um, you know, using social, using this digital media out there is something that that I think distinguishes yourself. Um, not only as a physician. I mean, I've seen physical therapists use this. I've seen optometrists use this uh, social, um, and it could be by any kind of any kind of professional. It doesn't even have to be healthcare. Um, and, and it's a it's a it's a way that that business people can connect with their prospective uh, clients out there. Um, and it's, it's as easy as you know, them holding their phone and say, Hey, I want to find this type of service. Um, and if you're not on social, you know, then it's going to be a lot more difficult to get those clients, to get those patients to, to come and see you. So you definitely need to have a piece to do that. Um, and you know, I, I always get the question, you know, all the time is like, well, Mike, you know, who are you, who are you working with? Like, who are all these people that you're working with? Um, and for, you know, for this decade, for this 10 years, it's been a one man show. It's been me. It's been me that's doing this. Um, and I feel passionate about it. I don't have this team of people that I'm working with. So even if, even if you're just by yourself, 
yourself or you're a small business, you have a small team of people, um, you, know, you can do it yourself. Um, it, it's, uh, you just have to learn the tools and, and learn how to do it. And, and you can do a lot of this yourself or at, with a small group of people or as a small business. Well, and I going back to the connection piece, and, and I love the fact that you're you're hustling on your own here, and I, hopefully you get to the point where your platform is getting so large that maybe you are working with others, if that's something that you desire. But one of the things that I really like too that you're that you're mentioning is that. So I think okay. So my primary care, healthcare provider, let's say that I see that individual, you know, once a year for just an annual checkup, and then maybe we don't have any other communication throughout the year, but you're giving people access to you because it's always like, ah, it's so hard to get in touch with a doctor. It's a, you know, can't get in touch. And not to say that you're, you're spilling out very detailed medical advice to say your patients. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you are, but at the same time, I'm just saying like, they at least have a connection with you where it's not always about, oh, I'll see you in a year or I'll see you when you have a problem. You're, you're, you're continuing the conversation as you would any, say, colleague or friend or any connection out there. And, and it doesn't have to be like I'm in trouble or I need you, but hey, this is great that we're connecting. And thanks for sharing that tip on, you know, whatever it is on that preventative wellness matter, rather than just me always being reactive and having to call you or call on you when I need you for some sort of medical issue that's come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is kind of a fine line, you know, because, you know, because when I get there on social, you know, I say, I, you know, I'm a doctor, but I'm not your doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to really draw that line as far as, you know, I, I'm not giving you specifically, uh, medical advice, you know, I'm, I'm kind of giving health education or medical education or something like that. And, you know, cause we all know about patient privacy and HIPAA and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and I've seen a lot of physicians kind of you know, use that as a wall and say, you know, I'm not going to do it at all. Um, but, uh, you know, all of us have known and, and, you know, we've all interviewed people, you know, who find the way around that and say, hey, it's not about being, you know, uh, afraid of it. It's being proactive and seeing how you can, how you can use it uh, in a positive way, using social in a positive way. Um, so I, I, I'm not sure, even sure if I answered your question or well, not. Well, no, here actually, and, and here's another, not a question, but really a comment is that I think what you're also doing is empowering people because let's say that you're not, as you said, you're not their healthcare provider, but maybe you're empowering them to ask the, the right questions of their healthcare provider when they go see them. And so I think that connection is very meaningful. No, exactly. Yeah, because uh, you know when I started doing this a decade ago, I mean, yeah, um, especially physicians were really, you know, afraid of Google. You know, and and, and their patients bringing in stuff from the internet, and and you know, way back then, even, even I was even saying, you know, you need to embrace this. You need to you need to embrace these patients bringing in this information from the internet. I mean, you just can't discard it um, because they are being empowered to get information to learn about their more healthcare. And isn't that what we've been asking patients to do all along? Uh, so, so why not, why not embrace that and do that? And there's this been this whole movement, you know, called e-patients or empowered patients or whatever, uh, they want to call themselves is, you know, they're really saying, Hey, we want this healthcare. Um, and we're going out there, we're finding the research studies, you know, we're finding the cancer research studies. We, we think that this is the right, uh, uh, you know, chemotherapy treatment for me. And we found it on the internet. What do you think about this? You know, doctor person. Mm-hmm. Right. And Mike, you, you mentioned other doctors being, what did you say? Afraid of Google. So let's talk about that for a second. So you've been doing this for 10 years. I've been doing this for about 10 years. And what do you hear from other providers, not just doctors, but, you know, physicians might be foremost in your mind right now about, you know, what are you doing out there, Mike? What kind of, what kind of, chances what are you risking out there being you know putting out pictures of you bicycling and you know drinking beer like what are you trying to do and are you getting yourself in trouble so what do you hear out there yeah so so when people talk to me about it and you know and i've talked all across the country about this is that they, they, you know they, they want to talk about the negative part you know and you know this person got fired or that person lost their job or you really shouldn't be doing this and you know and i acknowledge that you know i mean you know some people even physicians do dumb stuff on the internet and i use that in my presentations um so yeah so there, there's a risk out there but i i, I flip the coin and i say well you know I, i'm a doctor in a small town here in northeastern ohio and 
And, you know, everybody knows who I am. Everybody knows who you are in a small town, you know, whether I go to church or whether I go to, you know, the store or whatever. I mean, they kind of know what I'm doing. So um, this is even before the internet. I mean, everybody's mm-hmm. in everybody else's business. I mean, that, that's how it is. Uh, so, um, so yeah, there's a danger to it. Um, but, you know, I, I, I kind of say, hey, you know, there, you have to be positive about it and you have to say, hey, this is what you can do in a positive way, you know, to say this is what is really happening in medicine. You know, I always use the, the example of, you know, the, 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 uh, the vaccines and autism, you know, non-connection uh, from, I don't know, it's been 20 years or something like that. And, you know, I, in my talks, I, I say, you know, medicine wasn't really prepared for that. Um, and all the negative people got out there on Google and social media and they still affect my patients today. I, I still have parents that come in and say, oh yeah, I don't want that shot because it causes autism. And we, as medicine, uh, really lost the, dropped the ball on that. And, and um, so, so when this um, new thing came around, as far as this measles thing in uh, outbreak in, in Disneyland, a lot of physicians got out there at the time and say, hey, this is because people aren't immunizing. So so when you talk about the negative, I, I really try to spin it to the positive and say, this is how we can use social, you know, for health education to try to dispel myths um, and, and try to, you know, be an advocate for your profession, whether it's nursing or physicians or whatever. Well, yeah, because you need... Well, whether you need or you just so desire, you need to cut through that noise that's happening, just like you mentioned. Because in in my company, we we have subspecialty areas where we work with kiddos that are on the spectrum. And we are still working with those same arguments about vaccinations, you know, immunizations. I'm like, all you need to do is just go over to, because uh, we're outside of Denver. And so just head over to Children's Hospital uh, walk through that ICU and see how many cases of pertussis there are. See how many cases of you know these preventable diseases that mm-hmm. we could be immunizing immunizing against. And then you might actually think, yeah, that's you're you're right. And and here's the new research, and here's what's happening. Let's cut through the noise here, and and let's present the facts. Uh, and 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 we do that all the time. So if we sat idle, I mean, I just feel like if I can educate one more person, you know, one person at a time then eventually we're, we're together we're going to cut through this noise so that people can make a better informed decision. No, exactly. Yeah. And Mike, that's that's where you talk about advocacy then. Then your online presence, of course, can be fun and you can talk about, you know, the different aspects of what you're doing in your life and, you know, the kind of person you are. So when your patients walk into the room and sit down with you, like you said, they say, oh, we feel like we already know you. So that's the one piece. But the other piece is that you can actually be a force for evidence-based medicine, for educating patients, for, I don't know, all the different things you can do when you have that sort of powerful platform. And you have, what, like 24,000 people following you on Twitter. You've got people following your podcast, your blog. So you can have a lot of influence on people's, I guess you could say their lifestyle and their choices, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And one of the things that, that I'm, you know, passionate about, obviously, is my specialty, you know, family medicine. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's still a lot of misconceptions about there, even in my own town here. And, um, you know, they say, oh, you know, family docs, oh, you guys see kids? I didn't know that you guys see kids. Um, oh, you go to the hospital? I didn't know because my doctor doesn't go to the hospital. Um, so it's a, it's a constant type of education um, of, of who we are and, and what we do. And I think a lot of medical professionals do that as well. And, and, um, and I also work with my professional organization as far as health policy, you know, um, as far as, you know, payment models and this and that and, and uh, what primary care, you know, really can do to, you know, to, to really help, you know, the, the health of the country uh, and, as a whole. And, and, and I've been using a lot of, of my uh, presence to, to help do that and help, you know, not only educate the, the, the public, but also, you know, legislators and, and those type of people to say, hey, you know, it's, you know, it's you know, all those, you know, experts, supposed experts that you have, they're all specialists, you know, and they don't really have the primary care voice or the family medicine voice. Um, so, so we're trying to, to, uh, to kind of break through to that. And, and when I, when I give my talks to my colleagues, you know, I, uh, one of the things I tell them is that, 
you know, we have let, you know, specialists, we have other people tell the family medicine story. It's the wrong story. And, and we have to let get up there and say, hey, this is who we are and this is what we do. And, and uh, unfortunately, we as a specialty have, have kind of let the specialists kind of walk on us a little bit. And, and we have to try to get that back. And, and I think social media is really a way to do that. Wow. Well, and here's the thing. So you're talking about the educational piece. And so we know, you know, we've mentioned the external advisory board and and obviously your presence decade more on social. So do you see yourself because, and I think I, I likely know the answer to this, but I, I just want to ask it because as, as nurses, we know that academia seems to be so far behind when it comes to things that are so progressive as social and things that change on a dime. I mean, literally social is changing right now. There's a new app being developed. There's a new way to share, a new way to connect. Now? Like right now? It, and now. Really? Right now? And again. Let me Google that. And now? hold on one second. And right. so, yeah, I'll be right back. yeah, so we know that academia is really just so far behind the times. And, and, and is it just that they, they don't have the infrastructure in place or, or the know-how to be able to pivot and to educate these medical students and these nursing students? So obviously what you're doing, I mean, I don't know if you want to be out on the road 24-7, 365, but they need to do something about it at the academic level. I mean, it starts there, as we said earlier, to, to not only share what you're doing clinically, but to, to also your, your personal self and to do it appropriately so that those knuckleheads out there that are maybe sharing things that they shouldn't be sharing, like maybe we can give them some guidance, but not so much the buttoned up guidance. Like, you know, here's HIPAA. Obviously, we have to be compliant with that and we, mm-hmm. we, you know, we can't share certain things. But to, to what you're doing, I mean, literally all these universities would be just busy hiring you to, to bring you to speak and to consult and to help them implement these strategies. So maybe I'm just kind of pimping you out here and just selling you like you need to obviously yeah, go for it. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that this, this is, this is more than a full-time job for you. And so what does that look like as far as how you can really get into those universities on the level that you really need to get into? I mean, it, to me, it sounds overwhelming, but exciting at the same time. One of the really cool things that, that I've seen is that um, over the past ten years is that I've because when you to, obviously you have to change from the inside um, and I've had a lot of my friends in in these universities and residency programs and and this big bureaucracy of things kind of work from the inside um, and you know sometimes use me as an example and say hey this is what can be done which is really kind of cool um, but it's really going to have to do that and, and I've seen. Some things in the past few years of having a little bit of curriculum built into you know, either a, a medical student curriculum or residency or medical education to say, hey, you know, um, you know, social media is part of um, you know medical professionalism. Um, so even before the internet and things, you know, people were saying, oh, you know, you should you should be careful of how you act X Y Z uh, in a certain setting. Um, but now the social is, is everywhere and it's online forever. Um, I feel bad for these, res- uh, for these medical students now because I remember when I was in residency and, and medical student and in college, there's stuff that probably shouldn't even, even be out there. Um, you, you guys probably don't know what that is. Oh, I don't uh, know what you're all. talking about. But ex- exactly no. right. Um, but yeah, so, so I do see some of these curriculum and courses and classes out on medical professionalism and social is, is, is a part of that. And I've been reading some things that I've, I've, I have friends on the inside in some of these schools and, and they're like, well, a lot of these kids already get it already. Um, as far as, you know, they don't use the real names, they use this, they use that. Um, it's just kind of the adults out there who are just uh, being too paranoid about it. And in general, you know, academic America, as you guys know, they don't want to change anything. So that's probably part of why they don't want to change. Are you saying academic America is stodgy and old-fashioned? Um, I, I, I didn't. I didn't. You said that, but I. <laughs> I did. Oh, wait, I'm I saying did. that. Oh my god! I think we better edit that out. No, no, no. I'm saying that. What What do you have to say about? You know? <laughs> no, I. I think it's. I think it's right, and and I almost see this as sort of a section of a, an entrepreneurial class because even if you don't go, let's say, let's say you don't go into private practice, and you stay in a setting where you are quote unquote an employee of that institution, I still think that we need to be teaching entrepreneurial 
ideas and concepts and that you are an entrepreneur, whether you own a business or not, you're an entrepreneur or some sort of micropreneur or whatever that is, but you're still an extension, not only of the brand of medicine, but the brand of who you are and people who that are connecting with you. So obviously social media should be somewhat of an extension of that. And we get so caught up. Same thing with nursing is some of the theory, but also the path of physiology and just kind of crank you, you know, in and out so that we can get you at the bedside or wherever you need to be clinically. And yeah, we don't pay enough attention to the other things that have so much more like flavor and context and color that we need to be providing more of that to these individuals as they're coming up in the ranks of their careers. Well, I, I think that that's uh, you know that's kind of a you know great advertising for for the project you guys are doing. You know, uh, maybe a piece of that is is kind of education of of you know people of you know the rules of the road of social media. I, I have some friends who are doing projects similar to what you guys are doing as far as trying to educate you know a, a certain demographic or a certain target audience. You know, I, I have some friends who are targeting you know small um, offices and saying, hey, this is what a small office should know about social media, or this is what um, um, an academic center should know about social media, or this is what a residency program should know about social media. Um, so I think there is that entrepreneurial spirit that's out there, and I think there are a lot of people like like all of you are doing is 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 uh, you know providing that service you know, that's not taught you know in in education. I don't even know if it's taught in nursing schools, but I know it's not ter- taught in medical schools. And and there's a lot of my friends who are out there who are trying to educate people on the back end and saying, hey, okay. Welcome. You're a physician. You're a medical professional. This is the social media education that you should have gotten in your training. And by the way, you know uh, we're a business, and then this is how much it is. And and I think there's a lot of a lot of great opportunities for something like that to happen. Right. And I don't know. I haven't heard of any nursing schools that are talking about such things. I hope they are. I hope some of the medical schools are. But Kev, have you heard of any schools that are covering social media? Zero. Zero. No. I mean, that's yeah. why we're out here because that's we have, yeah, I mean, we haven't really penetrated the whole like right at academia. I mean, I've, I've given talks at universities, but, but again, it's, it's so scattered, so far and few between. So we're hoping that we can at least grab students as they are students and at least supplement their education for what we're doing. So what Dr. Mike, the birthday boy, fabulous blowing up his house now he's just ready to rock it out on his birthday. Of course, nice. by the time people listen to it, it's not... You know what? Your birthday is going to extend until this show goes. So until, tell your wife it's birthday boy every day until, the, until this show goes live. And, and at least until a people week. listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, Kevin, in your house, you do birthday week, right? We do. We do. I mean, birthdays yeah. are, are much bigger. I, I, I see that as a holiday because, quite frankly... The world is a better place because you're here with us, Mike. So we have to celebrate that. It's a big deal in my, in my mind anyway. So that's how wow. I feel about my family. Man. Come here. Come here. Big hug. Come here. Yeah. Come yeah. Here. Come See, on. we're hugging it out. We're hugging it out. Hug it out. Hug it out. Yeah. Air hug. Yeah. Right. So anyway, you know, it, it, it's not happening. It really isn't. It needs to be happening. So what we're doing out here on social and, and with our platforms is at least I think we're augmenting these, the, the education that's going on in the university. So maybe they need to actually give us some props on that. You're welcome, university. You're welcome. You should just dodgy whatever Bring us academic. in there. We, we will just literally school, school you people on, right. on what, what this is about, you know, and, and then, you know, you guys will be fine. Well, and here, you just, so you said earlier, though, you were talking about the small offices, so the small shop. So I think, okay, there are a lot of, a lot of patients who are using social for, their updates. Because quite frankly, I personally do not watch traditional news. I just don't. I get my news from Twitter and not just from some random person saying like, hey, this happened, but like I can dive into, you know, the posts that are happening on the AP or or whatever. But what I want to say is if small shops, small practices are embracing like, hey, follow us on Twitter or follow us on Instagram or whatever. So you can share some of the fun and informative things, but you can also even like so let's say here in Colorado or even in Ohio, it snows. So maybe your office is running behind an hour or two. You could tweet that out to people who are following you, your patients, say, hey, we're going to be here, but we're running a little behind. So the appointments that were starting at eight will start at nine or something like that. You know, but, but get, so then that could actually decrease your call load of people like, hey, are you open? Are you open? Are you open? Because for so, some of those people who are following you on social then you know you're already answering those questions that they're going to be asking you and you're reaching 
much more people at the same time versus you having to call each individual. Like, I, I, and I don't know like how you would work that out because obviously you'd want to know that you would want the patients to know that their appointment's still going to be there. It's just going to be an hour later, but maybe you're augmenting that by sharing it on social. Just, just simple, just simple stuff like that. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of very savvy uh, patients out there and, and you know, a lot of offices do that, you know, and, and they said, oh, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're closed today or, you know, we had some kind of power outage or whatever and, and we'll be back tomorrow or, um, or, you know, there, there's a lot of, you know, like you said, you know, local news that comes out, you know, like there, there's this meningitis outbreak that happens in our community and, and here's, here's a, some information on our website or on our Facebook page about this and, and, you know, that this is, this is why you should be concerned. Um, and, you know, obviously we'll be around to answer questions, but they can use that information information out there um, to to reach people um, and it's the right information it's not false information um, and, and I see a lot of offices you know, you know kind of savvy obviously the majority of them aren't um, but you know I, I do see some of them that are that are really doing a good job with this yeah so you're helping curate the content because like someone like myself I might not follow for news even maybe not so much even on social but like there is something that you want your patients to know about. And maybe if they don't watch traditional news, you're helping like pull that into their feeds because they follow you. So it's great that you're curating for them. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because, you know, when I talk to doctors, you know, uh, they're like, you know, I don't have time to create content to do this. You know, I, I can't even, you know, catch up with my EMR. Like, what are you doing there, Sevilla? You know, Uh, And I said, I'm not asking you to create content. I'm asking you to be aware of the content and maybe even curate the content. So if your patient says, oh, I got this on WebMD or I got this on the CDC website, is this good information? So I have a list of five or 10 websites and say, hey, these are my go-to websites. And and, uh, so, you know, as long as you kind of curate that information, like you said, um, you know, I, I think that'll be good enough for patients to, to make them aware that, hey, you know, this doctor kind of knows what's happening with social media. You, know, you don't have to create podcasts or videos or blogs like I do. You know, you just have to, you know, uh, I think curating information, especially for busy physicians, I think that that's going to be good enough for patients to know that, that they know what they're talking about. Definitely. Definitely. Good points, Mike. And do you feel like you've, you've evangelized enough that you've influenced some physicians to actually jump on this particular bandwagon on some level? Have you had some people say, Mike, I tried it out and man, it's awesome. I connected with this patient or wow, I really enjoyed, you know, having responses to my tweets. Have you had any feedback like that? Has that happened for you yet? Oh yeah, I mean it, it happens all the time. Uh, Good. It, it happens. It happens a lot of conferences when when uh, um, when they're tweeting out things and uh, they're getting uh, good feedback um, from other people. Um, I've even, yeah, I've had a couple docs say, hey, you know, I, I had a patient say, oh, you know, they they, uh, they read the link that I put out about this news item. Um, so so they're, they're getting that uh, feedback, which I think is very important to have them continue doing that. Um, and, and, am I done evangelizing? No, I'm not done evangelizing. Uh, because it's too much fun for me, uh, but uh, <laughs> good for you. Uh, there, there's still people to reach, um, and as you guys know, you just have to reach people at their own level. You know, I mean, there's people where I just I just give the pure business pitch and say, hey, you might get new patients, or you will get new patients using social. And there's other docs who are saying, hey, you can get a connection with your patients doing this. You know, you talk to this other doc and say, hey, you can dispel myths about you know, this, this, and this in your specialty. So, so it's really that, that, uh, you know, one-on-one connection, you know, with that colleague, whether it's digital or whether it's in person, you know, to help evangelize uh, social media. Mm -hmm. Well, and so, all right. So we, we say social media because obviously it encompasses so much. So let's talk about that a little bit because we, you know, we obviously recommend to people, especially as they're starting to dip their toe in the world of social, that, it's highly unlikely you're going to be able to effectively manage four, five, six platforms. However, there are, there are uses, I think, and demographics that you could be targeting more so than the others. So are there some differences in your social platforms versus, so Twitter versus YouTube versus your podcast versus, you know, everything that you're doing out there? Because I know for me, like I might have like a different kind of angle on Instagram because maybe the demographic is a little bit younger versus 
going on Facebook, it might be, well, it's pretty varied on there uh, versus YouTube. I mean, obviously, you're pretty diversified and you, you need to work hard to get to that. And it does take time. It takes patience and perseverance and constantly just feeding into that social. But, you know, right out of the gates, that's hard. But, but what does that look like as far as the differences are concerned on your social platforms? Or are there any differences? Uh, it depends what what the message is, and, and just like you said, I mean, who's the target audience, and, and what's the message that that you want to get out there? Um, you know, when I started out, you know, I, I signed up for Twitter, and I didn't even use it for a year because I didn't really understand it at all. <laughs> right. um, but I was just kind of watching and seeing what other people were doing, and then I start, and then I dip my toe in there a little bit, and, and I do that with the, with a lot of these platforms, and then you kind of learn kind of who is there and what your target audience is. So now. You know, what I tell physicians is, um, you know, most people are on Facebook from a personal basis. Um, And I tell them that's where to start, you know, Um, learn how to post a picture, learn how to post a link Um, and and that kind of go from there. Twitter is very complicated to to explain. Um, I I, I use I explain Twitter, um, you know, more at at conferences uh, because that's usually where you have these social media geeks that kind of get together um, and you can explain it that way. Um, but as far as what I use it for, I mean, right now I'm kind of, I'm, I'm feeling my audience more on Facebook. Um, and I know we talked beforehand, um, you know, that Facebook's not really your thing at this point. Um, but for my audience, uh, Facebook is kind of really kind of where I see the most interaction and responses to people. Um, Mm -hmm. and we talked a little bit about video and Facebook live. And I really think that video is, is really, it's going to be the thing, uh, that's really going to, um, kind of the next level of social media. You know, it, Meerkat and Parasort was last year, and I think Facebook Live is going to be this year. Um, I would and agree. I, and, I would, and I've been dabbling a little bit uh, with Instagram, uh, and I'm still trying to figure out Snapchat. So, um, Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Mike, there's this great cartoon. I wish I could find it. I saw it somewhere. I think I've mentioned it on the show before, but it's this picture of two people in a room or three people and the person sitting there, you can tell that their head has exploded because there's just a neck and no head left and said, another case of a person over 40 trying to figure out Snapchat. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) Well, but the beauty about this is Mike and you, cause yeah, you make a valid point, like trying to figure that out. But let's let's think about the younger millennial population or even, you know, as my kids. So my oldest is, is 11, so not quite there. But I'm let's say like the as you age out of your teens and early 20s, you're not essentially because once you sort of move out of the umbrella of your parents where they took you to your healthcare provider for checkups and things like that, your wellness exams, at least on an annual basis or or fairly frequent versus let's say someone who is in their young 20s, not really thinking about that so much. But when you're using platforms that they likely are frequenting, then you're, again, you have that ability to connect with them on a level to say, yeah, I'm not just some stuffy doc here. Like, obviously, I'll be a great clinician for you. However, I'm also a really good person and I'm fun and you're going to want to just come hang out with me anyway. And of course, yeah, I'll do a physical assessment. We'll do a workup. But at the same time, we can still still joke and have fun. I mean, to a point. So right. you're really reaching an audience there that's likely not thinking, it's not top of mind for them to say, eh, maybe I need to go just get my wellness exam. You know? No, yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's, it's trying to, it's trying to, to reach that target audience and, and, and how do you do that? And, and you know, all of us know, you know the, the, the worst thing you know, that no social media is bad social media. So, um, so when I'm trying to experiment with Snapchat, I'm like, I don't want to be like a bad Snapchat person be like, oh yeah, unfollow that person. <laughs> so, so it's kind of like trying to experiment and see what works and see what doesn't work. And, and I kind of know my strengths now. I mean, my strength now I think is Twitter and Facebook and that's kind of where I focus my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been doing a little bit, you know, more with the Instagram and Snapchat. But, 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 uh, you know, when I tell people, I mean, yeah, you can't be everywhere. Um, so you got to focus on, you know, maybe one or maybe even two platforms to really see, hey, h- how can I get this message out there? Right. right. Well, and and again, just to to give Facebook some props as I as I do, because like I said, I'm not there often for me personally, but from a business standpoint, Facebook has some great targeting uh, tools that I think lack is lacking in, say, something like Google or YouTube, even if you're doing AdSense or AdWords, that is, and you're trying to target. I think Facebook is doing a really great job of that. And I mm-hmm. think that's how they're going to crush video, is that they've just, 
they know who their audience is or, you know, they know who the users are and then you can distill down who your audience is. And not to, not to say, you know, Google's not doing a great job. I just think that the user interface from a Facebook standpoint, when you are trying to target a certain uh, demographic, you can really get granular with Facebook and that's where they're really killing it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, analytics, you know, and, and that's something that, that I'm learning about, too, is, is analytics, because, uh, you know, over this past decade, you know, for me, you know, analytics has, has never been really a uh, something that's been really important to me. Um, and it's probably why I haven't been, I don't know, <laughs> more lu- more lucrative than I, <laughs> than I have. I'm in the same boat with you, Dr. Mike. <laughs> and, and I know we, we've talked about this a lot, Keith. Uh, yeah. And um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, so, so I, I've been I've been learning about analytics. I've been learning about you know the business standpoint. I'm I'm trying to branch out a little bit and and get out of my um, healthcare and physician silo and, and maybe you know speaking at more business events as far as my personal brand and and um, it, it's there's always something to learn in social um, and, and it's been a fun you know ride for me and and um, uh, you know Kevin, I know you do a lot of talking with. Uh, speaking at uh, non-healthcare events, um, and I'm trying to branch out a little bit and kind of see what that's like, and um, and it's been really fun talking to people who's not even in healthcare about, you know, what it's like to have a brand and building business and analytics and conversions and all the terms and all that kind of stuff that I'm still learning now, and it's been a decade later and I'm still learning and it's still fun for me. Right, and just as we and maybe you're either quoting or maybe quoted some some previous shows, but. The one that just launched this past week, of course, again, as, as we're recording this, we had talked about speaking in conferences and that, yes. Oh, I per- listened to that show. Yeah, so personally, <laughs> I, yeah, I personally have not spoken, like when, when you talk about ratios, I think I said it was like 80-20 or 90-10. So it's just interesting because businesses would like to hire me or come speak. They, they think it's kind of cool that I'm an RN, but that's not exactly like they don't want want me to necessarily like I'll I'll touch on what's going on in healthcare but for the most part I'm there for my business acumen and those analytics and that social uh, aspect and the marketing and the branding because that's what I actually did before I was a nurse so that's what gave me the chops to be able to say these things to these folks right. not just because I'm a nurse but being a nurse and for you being a physician it's kind of sort of catchy it's it's kind of like ah this is kind of cool you know, he's a doc. We don't necessarily want to hear about medicine, but it's kind of cool that he's talking to us about marketing and strategy and social, and he's a physician doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's been interesting trying to see how I can kind of pivot my talks to to that type of audience because obviously, you know, I know my own audience like the back of my hand, but as far as for business, like, you know, what are the buzzwords they need to know and what are the things that they're, you know, that they want to hear about and, you know, try to make it not clinical, um, and to make it more business like that, that, that's kind of a new challenge for me uh, this year is trying mm-hmm. to branch out to that industry and, and see what happens with that. Well, here's the thing, and, and, and not to oversimplify medicine, but you, know, you ask yourself, Mike, is that these businesses are there because they want to help solve a problem. They want to bring a solution to the table. So in medicine, we, we want to do the same thing. So it's just, right, it's about getting into that mindset of, yeah, medicine is a different type of business than, say, an ad agency. But at the same time, you're still trying to solve a problem. You're still trying to bring a solution. So you do have something to share. It's just from a different business perspective. But really, it is business. I mean, healthcare is business. You know, it's a human-based business. And more and more businesses are becoming more of a human-based business and getting around that concept. So, And again, well, it's, like... It's nice that it's human, isn't it? That human part well, right. is what we're all about, isn't it? Right. So, I, and that's just, that's just some simple, quick and dirty advice that I can give to you is that it really isn't any different. And again, not to, not to say that medicine is not important. It is, but it, that's the, that's the deal. You're, you're providing solutions. And so are these other businesses. So they just want to hear from other businesses because sometimes what they, what they get is like, oh, it's a fresh perspective because I'm sick and tired of sitting at, you know, at these conferences or going, you know, to these talks and it's the same thing over and exactly. over again from the same person over right. and over again. You're mm-hmm. bringing a, a fresh perspective, but from a business angle, your business angle, but it can still translate into other businesses. 
Well, I mean, that's cool that you had that, that background beforehand, you know, because, you know, at, you know, in my curriculum, you know, I had, you know, very little or zero, you know, business type classes and, you know, very, you know, I, you know, definitely zero marketing and, and social media and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and uh, that's kind of been part of my journey is, is learning the stuff, you know, along the way. You know, as far as uh, you know, my brand, like, what is my brand? People, somebody asked me that a few years ago. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I'm me, uh, <laughs> right? Uh, but, but, but learning about that, uh, you know, because you know, when I started this, you know, a decade ago, you know, I, I was an anonymous blogger. You know, I wasn't even Mike Sabella. You know, I was Doctor Anonymous, and that's right. Um, and it, that was an in, that was a fun process. Um, you know, changing my brand to being this anonymous doctor to being me, um, and the confidence or lack of confidence, you know, stepping out and saying, "Hey, this is me," um, and, re- and rebranding my whole, you know, persona out there on social media. You know, I didn't have any help doing that. Um, I just kind of you know made my own mistakes along the way, and um, um, so so yeah. I mean, just 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 kind of reaching out to these businesses. I, I, I guess that's kind of part of my story. And, and um, I guess that's kind of what people want to hear from a business standpoint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Mike, what, what would you like to accomplish, let's say in the next five years? What do you see for yourself in terms of social, in terms of media speaking? Like what do, what do you picture? What's on the docket for you, let's say, over the rest of this decade, let's say between now and 2020, is there something you want to do? Like, is there something on your bucket list in this particular arena? Um, you know, Keith, I, you know, I haven't really thought of that. Um, hmm. and, and that's probably, um, <laughs> cause, cause when I started this, they asked me this question 10 years ago. Hmm. Uh, and I had the same question. I had the same answer. I was like, I, you know, I don't, I don't really know. Um, you know, I, I, I guess I, I've I've been presented with a lot of really cool opportunities as far as you know speaking and talking to really cool people and and you know I, I know a lot of people who have they have a list you know yeah they have a, they have a list they have to be a national speaker they have to have a book uh, they have to appear on this particular television show uh, they want to be in a movie they want to you know this this and this um, I, I, I guess I, I don't really have a list like that um, uh, maybe I should <laughs> maybe you guys can be my career coach as far as that goes sure. well, <laughs> totally. well and, and, and you know some additional follow up advice that I would even offer to you and the listeners out there whether physician or nurse or wherever you are in healthcare so think about it like this so we, we talked about that you have your angle of, of business. So, and, and, and that's extremely important, but so you're saying what quoting you, obviously I had this background before I was a nurse. So let's think about your medical training. And of course, then my nursing training, what you were taught when you were, you know, born 10 years ago, uh, you know, what, what you were taught, uh, just several years ago, isn't always the case today. So again, not to dilute the the medical training and the nursing training that we that we all have, but oftentimes those foundations they 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 provide a foundation, but they also it parlays into as you as you get older and more experienced into being able to get to those moving targets. So what I mean by that in medicine, what you were taught years ago might not necessarily be the case for today on how you would approach a certain mm-hmm. disease and, and treatment plan. How, what you were taught 10 years ago in social and SEO, so search engine optimization, is not how you would actually approach it today. It's, it, again, it's a moving target and not to dilute the importance of medicine and nursing, but that's how you can also tell the story is that what I was taught years ago isn't necessarily how I would approach it today, what I would, whether medicine or social or you know, your business. And I don't know if that makes sense, but that's just kind of how I really see it. So again, that gives you another advantage of telling people, getting in front of a group, like you think, you know, I went through all this training and so I know, you know, I knew everything I needed to know then, but no, that's not the case. That was just foundational stuff. And we've always had to pivot in medicine because the the disease process, the path of fizz has evolved, you know, over the course. If we hadn't, you know, things would not evolve the way they, the way they need to in terms of disease and right. And so okay. you're already doing that as a physician. So it might seem overwhelming because it's a new type of platform. It's a new 
type of, you know, expertise that you're trying to obtain, but you did it as a physician and you're doing it as a physician. So you're just taking those foundations and, and building on that and learning more about the analytics and really what it means. Because SEO is, to, as an example, SEO is not what it even was three years ago. It's completely upended, completely upside down from what it used to be. Mike, I think you just got some career coaching from Kevin. Uh, I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I needed this. Apparently, yeah. I, I, I talked to you guys years ago. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we've been here. We've been here for a while, so you know, you, you know where to find us now. I, exactly. I, I, and I hope that helps. I guess that's the thing. I, I, I just see this as a win, not only for you, but really for the people who are receiving that knowledge that you have. And, and again, it's, it's evolving. You, you have the ability to evolve in your medical practice and you, will too, you too will have the ability to evolve in your social practice. You too will have the ability to evolve in your social practice. And for 1995, we'll throw in a bonus set of knives that you can cut a can with. <laughs> I'm going to put know. that on a t-shirt. Uh, that's going to be like my catchphrase right there. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> You're welcome. Awesome. No charge. No charge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mike, this is this has been fantastic. I'm so glad you and I connected and had that chat, you know, on Skype, actually where you were frozen and I was moving on Skype, but you were still there. And um we can that we could hop on the mic here and, you know, share this time with Kevin too and Elizabeth in absentia. Well, yeah, thanks uh, so much for the invitation to be here. I mean, I've been following you guys for for a long time and a big fan of your show and, and everything that you're doing and uh, I know you have this this new project that you guys have been talking about and uh, very excited about that to kind of see what happens with that but uh, thanks so much for asking to be here it's been a lot of fun for me you're welcome and people need to find you so we're going to make sure it's all in the show notes but I just want to make sure it's on the 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 recording here it's Dr. Mike Sevilla dr drmikesevilla.com and you're at Dr. Mike Sevilla on Twitter you're Mike Sevilla dot TV on YouTube. And if they go to MikeSevilla.com, they'll go right to your LinkedIn. So you're everywhere. And you're also Dr. Mike Sevilla on Instagram. So we want people to follow you because you're, you're awesome on every platform. Well, thank you so much. Uh, it's, it's, it's been fun for me to, to kind of just, you know, just share about me. We, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I know you guys talked about transparency on a previous show and uh, it's been fun for me just to kind of share a little bit about myself and my story out there on social media and, uh, you know, who knows what the next 10 years will bring, you know? Oh, exactly. Good point. And let's encourage those listeners out there to obviously follow you, Dr. Mike, but also wishing you belated birthday. Actually, no, not belated. It's still active. As long right, as they're listening to the show, even if it's in, I don't know, 2020, you still got to reach out to Dr. Mike and wish him a happy birthday because right. the fact that he is here, the world is better. Social is better. And of course, RNFM radio is better because And I here. feel better. Right. Dude, we're That's cured. Right. He cured us. We're better. That's true. <laughs> we are better. And awesome. Mike, there'll be a nice little birthday gift for you on the show notes once that gets published. So I'll have a little something for you there for you to check out and share. To tease, a little tease there. Nice. That's right. Just awesome. a little birthday surprise. Cool. All right, brother. Well, hey, rock on, man. It's been so much fun and I can't believe we waited this long to even do it. We got to do this again. Sounds good to me. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Do your due diligence, of course. Be safe out there. But just get started and start with one platform. And again, this takes time to grow. It, it's not going to happen overnight. And you might feel like you're just talking to maybe one of your friends or two or three or four of your friends or maybe family because that's who's following you right now. But it gets you into a place to help find your voice and then be consistent with that social engagement and truly engage. Don't just like talk at people, talk to people. Have a conversation. That's what social is about. I mean, whether in real life or virtual, that is what social is about. Of course, sharing things that you're that you're producing out there on your platforms, that's great. Re, you know, resharing or curating content from other platforms, that's even better because that's in that sort of sharing community kind of thing. But just, you know, be honest, be open, be engaged with your community. But just get started. That's just where you need to be, I think. And, uh, and I think, you know, Dr. Mike does, he agrees uh, as well. That's, that's where you just need to be. And just 
be bold, you know, but be safe, of course. Anyway, let's not belabor all of this stuff. Let's just get on with our days. Let's get social. And again, if you haven't started, then where the heck are you? That's the thing. If you haven't started, where are you? Because we can't find you. We can't see you. You're not out there. So we would love to have you out there. Anyway, I've got to go get a neti pot or something and clear out my sinuses or whatever it is. So I know that sounds disgusting. So uh, I don't know what better picture to leave you with, except to go to rnfmradio.com forward slash episode 205 to see Dr. Mike in his birthday picture, his card that we have on there. So that'll be that'll be something to leave you with. All right, go out there, find that passion, be intentional, execute on those ideas, rinse and repeat, and we'll see you back here with us again on our next episode of RNFM Radio. <laughs>